0: Are you ready? Ready to transform your life and step into the person that you say you want to be? Ready to stop talking and start doing? I'm Ange, a health and fitness coach. And I'm Ashley, a Reiki master and
1: energy healer, and we are here to help you do exactly that. And you're busy. We get that, because we are too. But even with the challenges and chaos, you deserve and can live a life full of absolute joy, happiness, and purpose.
0: We want you to join us in taking radical responsibility so that you can take everything in your life to that next level. Have the best sex of your life. Live in a body that you love. Let go of worry and stress. And live in total alignment. You're happier, healthier,
1: and amazing life is waiting for you.
0: Let's get into today's episode. All right, guys to today's video where we are talking all about periods and what it was like to get our periods as women. We'll be diving into our first period and the talk that happened within each of our families when it comes to menstruating and having our cycle. You ready to get into it there, ladies?
1: I'm so excited. Yeah,
0: we started this. It's
1: funny that this kind of came up as part of our content because it was just Really, it was just a conversation. It was literally around carrie Ann's table. And we decided we need to have a round table because carrie Ann, with having teenage girls-ish or getting into that realm, this was just like a really natural conversation that came up that like, how do we change the narrative? So here we are. We're mm-hmm. excited to start that conversation um, based on where each of us are with our daughters or with our sons and what that looks like moving forward. So I'm super excited.
2: (laughs) Love it. And so, Ange, when you talk about like the, the talk, I can honestly open up and say that I don't think my mother and I ever talked about it. Like, I don't remember having any conversation
1: about it at all. So So what, what happened? Like, did do you just get it and thought you were dying? Cause I've heard stories like that. <laughs> no, like I literally I've heard stories like that where like they're bleeding and they think that they're dying. Cause nobody's told them anything. That wasn't my story, but I've heard those stories. Yeah. So like No, and I think that our parents left it up to the education system to
2: teach us. Agreed. And so what we got in school is what we got, right? And then if you needed something, you went to the nurse. Like,
1: yeah. What if you, okay, so I, what happens when you got your period or ran out of tampons or pads or anything? Like, what did you, I remember I used to say to my mom, I need more stuff. Like, I would literally never say the words. I need more stuff. And she'd be like, okay. And then she would just like fill the drawer and I'd be able to choose whatever I thought I needed. And like, yeah. And I, so what did you I say? feel like she
2: probably just filled the drawer and I didn't have to ask. I didn't have to know. Like there just wasn't conversation around it. Totally. I don't you? know. I had two older brothers. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. And it's yeah. funny. That's my memory. It'd be interesting to know what my mom's memory is of it. Totally. Right.
0: Maybe my mom, I mean, she's probably going to watch this video. So, mom, if you watch this video and you did give me the talk, I don't remember, no. it, but I remember a lot from my childhood. So,
3: I feel like, yeah, it was definitely the education
0: system. um I want to say the textbook was like family life or something along those lines. um Fully Alive. It was called Fully Alive. Oh, Fully Alive. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I remember oh. you saw the vagina and you're learning about the vulva. Um, and I just it's my only real memory, and I don't remember connecting menstrual cycle with that. I just remember the family life book and learning about that. And I remember Mr. Nante's like grade, what would that be? Grade four? I think it was when I got it. And I don't remember how I felt when I got it, but I just know You're like four. Would that make sense or no? Or would it be grade six? I was in grade eight. You don't even know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I just had Mr. Nante's class. Maybe it was grade six, but it was definitely Mr. Nante's class that I got it. But I, and I remember the family life curriculum, but yeah, maybe it was grade six. I don't know. Hmm. I forget. Okay. I forget what Mr. Nante, whatever grade you taught me is the grade. Got mm-hmm. okay, we'll um, I, wasn't, I wasn't scared. I was just didn't know. I was, confused though and ramming like toilet paper off my vagina. Not sure what to do. Yes. Like, not really, like, Oh, there's a, there's a thing to do. And then I do remember my mom had some maxi pads but I was like, Oh, that would be like a little bit wiser. Like I remember connecting that she might have told me, I don't know, maybe she'll fill in comments below. Um, but I, the thing I do remember is I was like, I saw these, um, playtex commercials for tampons. And in the commercial, they were like, oh, you can live your life. Like you can like do life with the, the tampon. Right. And so I remember in high school, I didn't, I would like ram tampons in my vagina, but like without removing the applicator. And then I would be doing sports. <laughs> and it would be like slipping out. I'm like, how do people keep a tampon inside their vagina? I couldn't figure it out. I had no idea.
1: And then I figured out that you had to like press it. And I thought I had then figured it out. Uh, but even then I still didn't like pull the applicator out. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I did the same thing where I was, and it was painful. Like that plastic trying to come out of my, like tiny <laughs> <Yeah>. little body. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. So I will say okay, that well, my like, mom you know, did teach
2: me how to use the tampon because I was a swimmer. What? I was a swimmer. Yeah. Right? And I, well, and so then I would panic. I'm like, well, I can't go swimming. Mm-hmm.
0: did she right. show you did she like grab it and say let's put it in together like like showing you or was it kind of like this will help you girl you'll figure it out no she she showed me there you go yes That's awesome. so on that, your
2: that own body on or like yes. open one like wow how to how to use it right take it out push it up through right like yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So I did get that experience, but that wasn't at the first, right? Because I mean, as a woman, like, or as a new woman, you're like, oh my God, I'm not using a tampon, but it's that thing. Right. Yeah. So yeah, inside of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you got, I got to the situation where I was like, okay, you're going to have to use this because you're swimming. Yeah. That's when, I got the education on that.
3: That's when so I Yeah, that's when I learned about like tampons. I I pretty much started with pads. I do remember my first, I don't know when how old I was. I don't remember the circumstance, but I remember being in the bathroom at home yelling to my mom, "Get up here. Come here." And then I remember just I remember saying, "Don't tell dad." That was mm-hmm. like, Don't tell dad. And she kind of I think she just said, oh, like the pads are in here and I knew where they were. But um, but in terms of tampons, that must have been a few years, because I'm pretty sure that was like grade nine gym class when we went to the pool. And my phys ed teacher my health teacher and I loved her to death and she was like another mom to me she, she went through, I'm like, I don't know. I can't swim. I can't go swimming because I'm on my period. <laughs> and then that's when I like, she kind of helped me with the tampon situation, but, um, yeah, I, I think I suppressed a lot of my memories of it, but it was definitely <laughs> the, same the tampons came out for me, but, um, yeah, it's well, I- <laughs> the immediate instinct though. I was, one of four children. I have three brothers and yeah, it was don't tell dad. I remember that so clear. (laughs) 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 Pretty sure probably knew. (laughs) Pretty sure my mom probably told them, but yeah.
1: I literally remember everything about mine. I remember what I was wearing. Wow. Wow. I was wearing a jean skirt of all things and there was no mess because it was like my first time day one. I was like, oh, and I was I was excited because I was in grade eight and the conversation in the social circles was like, do you have it? Do you not have Mm -hmm. it? And there was like this social status that came with being one of the girls who was like, and I remember this awful saying that came out. That was like, she's old enough to bleed. She's old enough to breed. And that meant like there was some like, I, I know we were like children or like teenagers, the things that were said, but that was, there was this sense of like, guys would want you if you were, if you were a woman and this was like connecting that piece. You're not a child anymore. Mm-hmm. Now you're like a woman. Right. Um, and I remember I came home and I was like, I literally, I had jean skirt on. I, had, I think I had a white shirt and I literally was like, and I was excited and prior to that, I knew that I should be getting it. So, like, it's funny because I would literally, like, practice. I would go to sleep with pads in my underwear. <laughs> just, just oh. to, like, I know. And because I was like, well, what if I get it in my sleep? I don't know. And so, like, I would go to sleep with, like, pads in my underwear just to, like, see what it felt like. And mm-hmm. like, but swimming was the first time that tampons came up. And my mom, I remember mm-hmm. her giving me a box and she explained somebody else's experience with their daughter. She said like, she literally gave her the box, said, go into the bathroom. There's instructions in there. Use as many as you need. And that was my mom's explanation was this <laughs> I mean, other mom's experience <laughs> of doing that exact same thing, except it wasn't like she did it to me. She's like, this is what so-and-so did. So here you go. <laughs> and yeah, I remember it didn't really stop any flow or anything. I was like, there's still like blood happening, even with this tampon, because I wasn't using it properly, obviously. Um mm-hmm. yeah. And then I remember too, like, don't tell dad. Don't tell the boys, don't tell dad. There was so much like shame connected to it. Mm-hmm. And yet still like there was this inside excitement that Mm -hmm. there was a part of me that knew this meant I was a woman, even though I couldn't, like, tell
0: anybody that. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. So interesting. And I know since that point, um, both myself and Carrie Ann had long periods without, long periods without periods. (laughs) So, I don't know if we were, like, rejecting being women or that's what (laughs) we looked it up. I was like, what is
3: what's it, um,
0: Hypothalamic, amorina, whatever, whatever that long thing is. I looked it up in the Louise Hayes, You can Heal Your Life book, and it's like, you don't want to be a woman. And so I went through five years of not having a period. And I know, Carrie Ann, you had similar struggles of multiple years of not menstruating and almost like suppressing all things feminine, like suppressing anything about being a woman. And I think it's very interesting that the body does that that it says you're not safe to home to house a baby you're but yeah i don't know i never i never thought i felt that way until i feel like i self-reflected in enlightenment maybe yeah. from like 27 onwards i like kind of thought about it a little more what do you think girl i think you're like ah. You see my, like, you see my, like, download brain. i like,
1: ah, I'm ah, just going to come through the screen. Um. So the thing that showed up was I remember for me, I had, like, very sporadic periods. And that's a pretty common thing, I think, for teenage girls or young girls, young women who get their period. It's, like, it's not, like, every 28 days they get their period, right? And it's very regular. It's very irregular, mm-hmm. which it just dawned on me. You think about, like, a regular period is like a sense of mature woman. Right. But you think about if your period represents being a woman and not having your period represents being a child, you think about that like teenage years and carry and you've got daughters in this like realm where it's like pretty soon there's going to be like, you get your period. And then there's like a sense of like woman, child, woman, child. And there's this like, Mm-hmm. up and down of it. And it's not like this like even keel of like, I think all of us can agree that yeah, we have for sure yeah. stepped into our womanhood. And it's pretty even keel um, from that point. So Ange and Carrie Ann, my question to you then is did you feel like you weren't a woman in that like you felt like a child? Or was it that you it was more like you you're so not even yourself that and and to be a woman right to step into your feminine divine that would be a piece of it so you were so far removed from the self as who you were or did you feel like that like sense of I'm a child I'm not ready yet I'm
0: I lacked safety and security to be honest I think that was it I think I really truly Mm. went through a lot of those years not feeling like I'm enough, not feeling like I'm safe, not feeling like my body, this vessel is incredible. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I like, had a lot of like, yeah, lacking, lacking safety. I wouldn't have said that I chalked it out to being like feeling like a child or wanting to be a child because I couldn't wait to fucking move out and be 17 and like, <laughs> go to university and just like yeah. say peace to my life. Like, I wanted to be an, an uh, like an adult, but I don't think I really wanted to be a woman. Like I wasn't like, I want to tap yeah. into my feminine. I think I was more so just like, I just want to be an adult. And so I wouldn't have chalked it out to like feeling stuck between the two, but I would Day, it felt more like yeah lack of security and lack of safety in and who I was how I was showing up and I and that like, yeah because that's crazy. the root
1: chakra that's yeah. literally the place we bleed from right is mm-hmm. your uh, mm-hmm. and your root chakra is safety security connection you move up into the like sacral chakra which is just below the belly button where your uterus you're like your womb spaces, your ovaries hang out. That's like pleasure, right? And so when there's a disconnect, um, yeah, you could see that that would absolutely, that blockage can, can disrupt that. <laughs> totally.
0: And I mean, I don't know if Carrie, you ever had your, it's like analyzed, but mine was HPA, what's it called? like the hormonal thing, yeah. HPA yeah, dysfunction or whatever is when they analyzed my hormones because it did continue a little bit again, future into my adult years too. But I think the part with the hypothalamus is the hypothalamus says I'm safe. I'm good. Everything's cool. And like my hypothalamus was so like out of whack hormonally, but like mm-hmm. I don't think it ever learned how to regulate itself at any point in my life until I started healing in my thirties. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And okay, I would ladies. say, sorry, what's story? that story? And I would say for
2: me, I, at that time in my life, I was in total masculine energy. Mm. I was like starting a business and I was sole ownership. I was working probably 16 hour days. I was exercising, Probably five out of those those, like I was because I was doing all the classes, I was doing all of the work, so I think I was just running on such low horm- hormonal like just my hormones were so out of whack yeah that I was running in total masculine energy, and so I needed to get out of that masculine energy and into my feminine energy in order for it to come so
1: yeah. yeah. Okay. Two questions. Number one, how, what do periods mean in your house right now with the children, the age, the gender that they are now? I also want to know, what does your spouse, because Cam is like my husband, is just getting, not that he's just getting to a point. He was never like grossed out by periods. He would buy me tampons. He would buy me pads. Um, But there is this sense of like, ooh, close the bathroom door. Like you're doing... Oh, you're doing you. I'll just close that up, right? Um, but he's getting to a point where, like, just with everything that I've been doing, that we've been doing with the work with all of this, um, when I do my red tent, he's like, oh, doing your tent. Like, oh, excuse he's excuse me. I see you. Um, okay. Right? So I would say, like, there's, we're moving in a direction. But I would say also, I haven't, my kids, like, I'm literally on my period right now. I got it last night. Um, and so Coralie today, she's like, mom, she looks in the toilet. She's like, you got a bloody nose. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, she's like, okay. And off she goes, right? She's three. Um, so I know we're getting to a point where I'm like, "Mm, we're going to have to like have that conversation. We just haven't yet. So Felix is seven. Nolan is five. And Coralie, my only girl is three and we just haven't, it hasn't come up yet, but I know that there's, I mean. They're in the bathroom with me all the time. So it's not as though there isn't opportunity. So um yeah, it's coming. But where where are you guys all at with those conversations with cause Ange, like you're probably the rock star on this one? Like what's it like? Cause you only have boy and you have a stepson. So like there's like lots going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So first of all, with my partner, Bradley, he loves periods. It's this, this, like, you should make mood, like you should make art out of my blood. He just thinks it's like cool that I like love it. Which I think is beautiful because I love free bleeding. If I bleed all over the sheets, like I just, I love it. it's totally free game. So the kids have seen that a few times where like I have lead on the sheets or I'm going to grab a tampon. Um, and so I would say that they understand that women have that every month. And some women choose to free bleed. That's been a conversation. Um, and They understand the base concept, but because it's not really totally connected with their life, I think that they just think that's what moms, that's what, that's what happens to moms. Moms bleed every month when they don't have a baby. Um, It's not a big deal. Like I feel like around here, it's like, yeah, if there's blood anywhere, it's not like, oh my God, this is a big deal. It's more so like, yeah, mom's bleeding and he has a red tent and... You might find blood on my face occasionally or on God's face. It's just, we're very like free, free about the periods, I would say. And that's felt incredibly liberating for me to feel no shame, no guilt. Like, yeah, I don't know. There's something about free bleeding most of the time that feels really in alignment for my soul. Like, and so for the
1: people who are listening, what is free bleeding? Because honestly, I think there's a lot of people who don't know what that is.
0: Yeah, so that would be not necessarily using a tampon, not necessarily using um, a pad, just allowing the blood to either drip onto your clothing or allowing it to um, go back to the earth. And so some people choose to do free bleeding where they're taking the blood and they're cupping it into something. So you could use something like a diva cup um, and then either giving that back to an offering to the earth or doing whatever you so choose, discarding it or... um, Putting it into your skin but uh, yeah I just even like I feel like even having sex during that entire period of time I feel like is such a beautiful thing to bring in versus it being like oh she's on her period we have to have sex in the shower or like I don't feel good I feel like it's a very like liberating experience so yeah pre bleeding is just not necessarily using a way to take that blood and putting it into a tampon or a pad, but allowing it to be released freely from the vagina for you to do whatever you'd like to do with it.
1: Cool. Awesome. Carrie Ann, what's it like in your house?
2: Um, I would say like, I'm like you, like doors are open. We, it's an open door policy. And so if I'm on my period, everybody knows about it. Yeah. Um, I don't hide it. I don't shame it. I don't do anything like that because I feel like it is a beautiful process that we go through. I believe it's a beautiful process that when you first get your period and it's a beautiful process when we lose our period again, right? It's just a cycle of life. Um, so I, I would say that We've had conversation, but not deep conversation about it yet, because my girls are still at that. Oh, mom, I don't want to talk about it. Oh mom, I don't want to talk about it. Um, they're 10 and 13 and I would almost say that they'll probably get the periods around the same time Mm -hmm. and then we'll all cycle in the same time. (laughs) Probably. Um, so they're not totally ready, ready for it, but I have given, I have read books, with my oldest, my 13 year old, um, one that actually she really likes that I was going to share is this one called girl to girl. And, um, and it's like, it's like one, there's lots of resources out there, but I love this one. It's full of pictures. I mean, talks about myths, talks about like even, you know, oral care and shaving your legs and how to pick out a bra and how to insert a tampon, like with full pictures. So, um, I, we've read this together. And um, the, um, she, yeah, so uh, I just actually asked her last week, I'm like, has your period come yet? And she said, no, she's one of the last ones of her friends. To not get it. So I know the anticipations there, but I also know that she still has that a little bit of anxiety around it. That, you know, what if it comes while I'm at school? Or um, you know, all those first like what ifs, right? And so we've talked about all of those plans. So we have them all in place. Then if she, you know, you choose to get it at school, you know, she has stuff with her or if she needs to call mom, just, you know, it's okay. Right. So, um, letting her know that it is just normal. And I think it's also knowing that all her friends have it already. That's going to make her feel a little, you know, much better about it. And I know that they all talk about it because she says they do, but she doesn't really discuss with me what they talk about. Um, Look, yeah, do you so do? Will you go out? Like, will you do something to celebrate? I don't, I don't know. I never thought of that. Maybe.
0: <laughs> and maybe it would be going out or maybe it would be going in. Maybe it would be hibernating based on like the period being a little bit more of yeah. like, Hey, let's get cozy. Let's learn how we can just like rest, recharge, just honor. And it's less about shame and more like, your body's doing incredible things. What could be yes. some rituals to really make this like a rest or recharge? Maybe getting a heating pad, like fully tapping into more of that, like
3: totally. in
0: words maybe part, mm-hmm. maybe teaching her about um red tent ceremonies or yes. about? like I think it would be
3: I think it's about cele. I think it's about celebrating, but maybe also giving you
0: the tools to bring ritual and these kind of things so she doesn't feel like Oh, I just yeah. got the thing and like I don't
2: know if I want to yeah. go out or do anything. So I don't know. Be- and I do um I do make her aware of when the moon cycle is. Cool. Yeah. Because she does know that around the moon cycle she gets headaches. So I already know there's that hormonal change happening. So I mean being in tune with the moon's beautiful too. Yeah.
1: Love it. What about Bart, your husband? What's the whole, like, he's got three girls in his house. Like, <laughs> no running. Yeah.
0: This.
2: I don't think he knows what's hitting him yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I will not say that he's probably one that will go out and buy the tampons and the pads. <laughs> that is not in his wheelhouse. Um, yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't really actually say much. He doesn't really acknowledge it I'm he knows when was well, definitely when I'm um having the period he knows but he doesn't like it's never really acknowledged it's just it happens it's there it's yeah yeah
1: okay, yeah. okay. he's not walking around with like war paint on like Bradley yeah <laughs> yeah no and I don't I know I, I don't it. know if that he'd be that
2: open or not <laughs> we all have it. Well, i think that that's great i think it's great
0: i think we need to all do it and make a picture sure. of it and i actually saw somebody today she does her facials with it Who and does? like so she's like showing how like much better her pores are i'm like you go queen like i just want to be the person who's doing that i have not done that one yet where i'm actually like making it like a facial um but yeah. But here we are,
2: like women, we're getting this, you know, PRP done, right? Which you girls have known that I've t- participated in. And I know that's. What about. Sorry, what are you talking about? Oh, PRP? The PRP, which is the plasma that I oh, get done around my eyes. eyes. Right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And women are doing that all over the place. And it's taking blood, your own blood. Separating it the blood plasma and they're putting it around your eyes to increase collagen production.
1: So you can like, I mean, why not take the natural blood that your body is already exuding. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So okay, I, I, we're doing there's it. something there, Angie. You're on we're doing the, it. You're on track there.
0: Yeah. yeah. I will send you a picture tonight, guys. <laughs> <Do it. laughs> what right now, girl. Do it. Do it and just I mean these, these these tools we give, the rituals we give, you try it on and you see if it feels good. Like I probably, the last year at this time, wouldn't say that I was like fully stepping into this like whole thing. But the more that I stepped into it, the more it has felt like a coming home, which is always a good sign that it's something for you to bring into what it is that you're doing. Now, what about you, Christina? We'd love to know what the conversation looks like over at your Kramer household?
3: Yeah. So Joe is, you can imagine Ashley. That's, yeah, that's uh, my brother,
1: your husband, right? Yeah. yeah.
3: He doesn't like to know about it. He doesn't like to hear about it. It's just like I said, Oh, I'm going to hop on a call and chat with you girls about periods. He's like, I'm going upstairs. Like he just <laughs> like, Nope not for me. So I'm like, Oh, it's going to have to be for you someday. Cause you've got two dogs. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Um, so quiet for him. He doesn't like to really know about it, but he does. I pretty much tell him every time I'm on it. So, um, the girls, uh, so I have a seven year old and five year old and then a three year old son. Um, They don't know about it yet, but it's definitely crossed my mind a lot in the last little bit is that uh, how do I make it not scary for them? And Mm -hmm. how do I not scary when they um, come to that age? Um, But we also have that open door policy, but I, yeah, for for the most part, they don't really see anything, but definitely there will come a situation Mm -hmm. and that they will be in the bathroom with me. And yeah, I definitely have to kind of figure out how that conversation will go, but I think it'll just be something that that happens and just flows out. But I definitely want them to know more about it in these younger ages, just so it doesn't become so scary. Cause I remember being put it and I remember scared when I get it. So and always hide it like, all the time like it was like I, like somebody can tell like they can tell like they can tell that I have a pad on yeah. right like mm-hmm. you really gosh like you're wearing the baggy pants all the time I don't want anyone to notice anything not that anyone does notice but um yeah so I want them to be be ready that it's a natural thing and that it's something to be celebrated because really is so um yeah I will see when that bridge comes and how it uh how we walk over it but yeah this okay like an pretty quiet at this point yeah,
2: yeah. yeah all those crazy myths out there right like don't wear white and don't like there's all these crazy things around it it's just like oh these old beliefs do late. you wear white
0: let people know yeah, just, yeah. Just power like everybody yeah. this month is gonna learn about red tents and how like it is the time when you are like so connected to source, so open and able to really be a powerhouse to really, yeah, to see things that maybe you don't see other parts of the month. So I'm just excited for everybody to see all the things this month and all the things that we're sharing. Now, as we start to shift that conversation, perhaps we all can just share one suggestion or one thing that comes to mind that you think would be supportive to help shift the conversation with our girls when it comes to period. So I'll get you to go first, Ashley. What's one thing that you think? Can be- I think the thing that pops
1: to my mind is more that I think there's going to be moms who listen to this and they go, Oh my God, I did it all wrong. Shit, 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 shit. Oh, uh, right? Whether they're in their fifties or sixties and their daughters are grown and raising families and going mm-hmm. like, Oh my God. Yeah. I totally fucked that up. Or I didn't say anything. So I think the first thing is like releasing the guilt. Um, everybody is doing and did the best with what they know. It's all about what you're doing now. So if you have grandkids or you have a daughter or it is never too late to start that conversation and just say, Hey, i Know that I went about that part the right way and is there a way that maybe I could support you now or your daughter mm-hmm. so right like if my mom were to say to me like hey um maybe just putting books in your drawer and never saying anything um maybe it wasn't the best approach um is there anything I can do to support you now and I would be like um I don't think so And she's like, okay, but when you have that conversation or however you want that to look with Coralie, I would love to support that or whatever that looks like. Let me know because I want to be a part of that, right? So I would say it's not necessarily, it's not about going back in time and thinking, oh, I messed up huge. Oh, I'm the worst. Or why did I do that? Or, oh God, oh God, right? It's really about what are you going to, what tiny thing can you do for the young women in your life right now? Or as that mom who has the 16, 17 or 18 year old daughter and you're like, okay, she's been here for a while. And I don't know, like maybe I didn't go about it the right way. Like, really, it's about baby steps in the direction. It's not about like tossing. We need to do a red tent at her. If she's like, well, <laughs> we've never talked about this in our life. Get away from me. You're losing your mind. Right. It's like, Hey, I know we don't really talk about this kind of stuff and it kind of weirds your dad out a little bit, but I want you to know, like, this is like a superpower. And if you leave it at that, then maybe the next month or over the course of the year, those little snippets, those little conversations can grow. So that's my advice is for anybody who is listening to this and is like, Oh shit, let go of the ocean oh and just step into how and who can I support on their journey right now.
2: Mm-hmm. Well said. Mm-hmm.
1: And I say my little piece of
2: advice is just conversation, talk, 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 learn, even talk to you. Like, I'd love to go back now that we've had this conversation and talk to my mom and go, okay, do you remember what my, like, what was your experience growing up now that she's, you know, in her seventies and what was her experience with me? And then openly talk about those with our kids, right? I just want our kids to, like all of the girls and boys out there, cause they're going to go through puberty as well. It's just a natural beautiful, cycle in life. Beautiful. Cycle. Right? Everybody does it. Everybody goes through it. Mm-hmm. And so we just need to have conversation.
1: Let's talk about it. I love it. Okay. I'm taking that and we're all going to do a challenge at the end of this, but part of my challenge is going to be this month, which means like literally this week, <laughs> my children I'm talking to them about it. Okay. Challenge We're accepted.
3: Up. We're <laughs> yeah. on the cycle here, girl.
1: You're on your cycle too? Yeah.
3: It's
0: <laughs> <stars>. interesting <laughs> because you're like right in the middle. You're right in the middle then because this is a full moon coming up. March it's seven, like a half moon moon. right now. Yeah. I was literally
1: out bleeding under the stars <laughs> a few, like before her call. It's a half moon right now. But yeah, it's so, okay. That's the challenge. We're going to talk to our young children who are three, five, and seven. I'm also going to try your eye mask. I'm going to do it. Love
0: okay. it. Yeah. Love it. Some work. What about for you? What's your, um, any sort of advice for the person watching in terms of shifting it?
3: I don't know. Like, not sure all of what, um, Ashley said and Carrie Ann, I think are great points. Um, I think too, like I grew up on a farm and I grew up watching animals going through the same cycle and, uh, again, kind of just bringing back that it is so natural to, to mammals, like to go through this and for animals and for people. And I think, yeah, embracing the, the beauty in it, and that you know, it's a sign that we are superheroes, right? We can bring life into this world, and kind of, a, yeah, just working on embracing that that superpower that you guys mentioned. I, I love that saying; it's a superpower because it really is. um aw, hey, hey, buddy, <laughs> you were doing something fun, didn't you? Eh? Yeah,
0: yeah,
3: we're
1: talking about humans. Oh. What's your advice, Sully?
0: What's your advice
1: when you have period? <laughs> <To> drink that. <laughs> drink water. Hydration <laughs> is key. What's your advice, Ange? What's your advice, Mama? I think it's, I think it's the
0: shifting. Um, <laughs> you hold up for Batman, and I'll see so you really soon. Uh, it's the big Batman. Yeah, he might be upstairs in the kitchen. I'm mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I would say my biggest piece of advice with the conversation is just making it. Making it. Just give me two seconds. Here, yeah.
1: Okay, so Carrie Ann, we know what Christina and I are doing for our challenges. What is what are you gonna do?
2: You know what I've been wanting to do and I haven't tried it yet? What's that? Is I want to try a diva cup. Okay. I have one. I've had it for several years. And always wanted to try it. Sometimes I've just completely forgotten. Um but it is something, yeah. So That'll be my challenge. Now I just had my period last week. So it'll have to be next month. Okay. Sounds but. good. I look
1: forward to hearing about that. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Are you gonna do the plasma though, girl? You gotta do the eye mask. You literally oh, yeah. put blood on your eyeballs from your body anyways. Yeah, I, know. I know. I think you have to do it. I think I think we all do. <laughs> there to be some movement and some growth around this? Because I think, um, I think that's a big piece. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I wonder why
2: it became so suppressed. I'm interested to know that, why it became well, like shameful and suppressed.
0: I know the answer to your question on why it became so... so Can I guess? Oh, okay. Is, there, yes. is, it, is it the hierarchy?
1: Like, the patriarchy where it was like men knew or discovered that women were superheroes and really actually like the fact that we connect the divine like our bodies are literally a connection from the divine to the human we are the portal right and to tap into that knowledge to tap into that intuition these women are like they're going to take over the world So we have to suppress them. We have to like squash them down. We have to make them shameful about this. We have to make this gross. Interesting. That's exactly what it all was. It's all the patriarchy. And so they knew
0: that that when we could bleed, like we used to be incredible people during that time as women. women would come together in red tents. All the men were at war, they would come and they would ask the wise women like, what should we do about this battle? And, And it would be this incredible rite of passage, right? And so then the patriarchy came in and said, hey, whoa, if the women take over the world, what about us? What about us as the men? Women can't take over the world. And so they felt very threatened by it. They felt like if we let them lead the ship and we let their intuition guide us, Where are we going to land? Where are we going to land with that? They didn't trust that our intuition and our um, wisdom was the right path. And so they squashed it. They started the conversation in terms of shame and guilt. And that is 1 million percent why we feel the way that we do. It's why here in North America, there's so much shame, so much guilt, and so much, so much for women with it happening of like, oh, she's on her reg, she's got PMS, she's bitchy, like the whole conversation is like, how dare her be moody? How dare her? And so periods have just become this big thing where it's like, um, yeah, it's all just, they put us in a, put us in a, yeah, this whole basket of like, we need to be up here, you guys need to be down here, and if you're on your period, well, you better go somewhere else because we don't want to have anything to do with girls that are bleeding. Right. And so interesting.
1: That, and connection. Sorry, Ange, go ahead.
0: So, my, so I was just going to say like, my advice is that if this is speaking to you and calling to you and the content, as we're talking about cyclical living is like really resonating. My advice honestly is share this With the people in your world, you don't know where it's going to sit or where it's going to land. But for some people, even just hearing it not from their mom, from other women can be really beneficial. And so I invite people to share this information Um, and maybe not coming from your own voice can be really supportive, right? Hey, here's this really cool video or period. You were talking about that book. Sometimes when girls are feeling like, Oh, I don't know, like feeling a little uneasy, there can be a part of just receiving information with that conversation for them to watch absorb. And then perhaps you guys having that conversation. So I would suggest using resources like this and just kind of, if they're curious, just, putting that invitation out there. Hey, these girls, they got these things they're talking about, about your cycles. You might find this video kind of interesting. So I think it's tapping into the resources that we're sharing that are going to help, help with that part. And I mean, we're not the only women in the world who are trying to shift the conversation. So you'll probably find more movements. If you do a little Google search of, Hey, there's a lot of great resources out there that I think, we can tap into other women and the amazing messaging that they're sharing. So definitely.
1: And Carrie, Ann, one of the things that you talked about was even just like the ending of that cycle, like the, the ending of the bleed, because I think like I have definitely heard, it seems to be with like with adolescence, with bleeding and with like the, the menopause, there's this sense of like shame in each category Right. Where it's like, oh, you just wait till she's a teenager? Oh, you just wait. You're going to have your hands full. Right. We say it about our own kids where it's like, oh, yeah, three girls in one house, like look out. Right. Yeah. Right. We we do. And there's this sense of like fear or like that connection. And then when we are bleeding, when we're in that like mothering stage, there's that sense of like, oh, here we go again. Or like, oh, God, I just don't want to know anything about it. Right. And then we get into menopause and it's the same thing. as like all oh, these fucking hot flashes and all oh, like, I yeah. just, it's like we, right. Like there's, there's yuck connected to each spot. And I think like you touched on earlier is just like, this is amazing. You are stepping mm. into a new or a, um, a different kind of container, essentially, mm-hmm. um, and it's beautiful. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. You go from childhood to motherhood to grandmotherhood, and there's this like really beautiful. If you choose to frame it that way, if you choose to yeah. see it that way, that it, it's a really beautiful movement um, into each one, and to dread it and to complain about it and to resist it is makes it harder. For mm-hmm. something that shouldn't feel so hard. I agree. Yeah. We need to have a lot
2: more love and compassion for every stage in our life. Yeah. Yes, I mm-hmm. agree. Mm-hmm. And
1: I was just listening to a podcast the other day. It was Jordan Peterson. He was interviewing um, a woman and she really talks about the three stages being one as like the maiden, one as the mother, and one as the matriarch. Yes, and I'll uh, I'll pop who that is and what the podcast is below. It's not in connection to this necessarily, but she really talks about those three areas, like the maiden, the mother, the matriarch, and I think that's a really good way of viewing this, right? Like we've mm-hmm. got like your girls right now are just like maidens, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're not like they're young, they're vibrant, they're like don't have any flaws. <laughs> They're perfect. Yep. They're untouched, right? And then you get into the mother, right? And she holds this other sense of maturity and a little bit of regalness and maybe some flaws or um, that piece being a little more um, nurturing. More beliefs, conditioning. Yeah, and then you yeah. get into the matriarch and there's that sense of like power, that sense of like being the head, being in charge. Um, mm-hmm. But there's not necessarily that same sense of um. I need to be beautiful all the time or I need to like really be dewy skinned and beautiful and luxurious. Right. Like there's that sense of like really honoring and celebrating um, the wisdom that comes with Mm -hmm. each stage Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just crushing it. In the mother's spot right now. I don't know
0: why you thought but it's you do what you do, right? Mm-hmm. I know, we all can relate as mama stuff. So. I love it.
1: Um, one last question. You know what have, right? Yeah, what's your challenge? What are you going to do? Carrie Ann said she is going to try the diva cup. Try the diva cup. Christina mm-hmm. and I are gonna talk to our children about it. I'm right. gonna do the, the the eye mask. And what are you gonna do? Or maybe you should do the eye mask have I you done
0: that I, I think i've only done like we've only done like fun with it and i think i want to do it as like an actual um an actual okay. facial okay. so i'm gonna do the actual facial and then i will post a picture in our community okay all right so that's okay. my challenge and for anybody that is watching the video feel free to comment below about your first time with your period maybe some of the conversations that showed up in your household we'd just love to hear about uh, how that all went down and if there's any other insights from today's conversation. So, lots of love everybody. I'm love super you, excited it. and can't wait for everybody to uh, dive into cyclical living. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Much love ladies. All right. Love. Bye. Bye.